Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. All right, guys. So today's episode is going to be all the things or some of the things I wish I would have known when I was opening my first salon. So I wish I would have known that nobody cares if it's done and if it's perfect and that people are just there to champion you. So like if you spell surprise wrong on 1,500 postcards, send them anyway. Or if you are afraid that you don't have the whole place done, bring people along for the ride. People are so excited for you and want to be a part of it. I think that we think we have to have it all together to look like we're like deserving of it or certified in it or worthy of having it. And really, no one gives a shit. They're just they're there to support you. And whether you have that piece of art or not, whether the chairs come in or not, you know, in the seating area, like don't sweat the small stuff and just like get the doors open. Somebody did tell me that, but you know, being a perfectionist, not that I really am, but I think when I'm insecure about something, I don't want to do it wrong. And I, I wish someone would have told me that like there isn't really a way to do business wrong unless it's hurting people. That if you do something that someone else isn't doing, that doesn't make it wrong. It just means it's your style and it's how you're choosing to approach it. And there's endless, infinite possibilities of how you run your business and how it honors you and honors the people that that are patrons of it. And I can remember like hanging uh, a wall hanging that's still in my studio. And I can remember being like, okay, if I'm, am I nailing this nail in right? And I think that's just an example of how insecure and out of your comfort zone it can feel to be really going for it, that you start to question if you're even nailing something in the wall right. And I'm not a very handy person, but I'm a very industrious person. And there's not many ways to fuck up putting a nail in the wall. Not if it, if it doesn't need an anchor, there's not a lot of ways to fuck it up. And the way that I nailed it worked. And it's still, that wall hanging still hangs from that very nail. So I think just, I think it's just an example of how much we can overthink uh, what we're doing and how we're doing it. And Another thing that I wish I would have known is that you're going to perseverate over small, minute details in a way to calm your fear and uncertainty of going out on your own and that you will literally be on the internet, scouring the internet for a 13-inch uh, refrigerator to fit in a cubby or you know, just something really some minutia that like you're going to end up giving that mini fridge away anyway. That's what happened to me. But it's like, that's how I channeled that energy of not knowing, not just feeling uncertain. I, I also wish that someone would have told me that your first day 
like if you don't have an awesome day, that doesn't mean you're you're not on the right track, and that it doesn't mean you're on the you're on the wrong track when when you second guess yourself or you have a bad day or you're insecure and you're not wrong for wondering like, holy shit, should I be doing this? And that that's part of the process. And if you're like me, my first day of work, like there's no reason why it wasn't a good day, but I was so unsettled and I didn't know where any of my stuff was. And no, I don't think clients knew it, but I was like convinced that the salon didn't have insulation. And I ran to Target and bought a $400 Dyson heater cooling system to sit next to me as my safety blanket uh, coworker friend. And I wish someone would have told me like, hey, buy the thing that's going to give you the, buy the, buy the pacifier. And for me, what pacified me and what gave me some comfort was, was that Dyson heater. And uh, I don't even use it. It sits in my daughter's closet. But I, I needed it to get by. And I needed it till I got strong enough to stand on my own. And that that's one of the major things I wish I had known was not everyone that starts with you is going to stay with you. I had a business partner and a business that uh, was for four years prior to opening my studio, Lin May Studio. And I think I had gone, I know, think, I know I went into it thinking that it would never end and that I think that with my clientele, I thought everyone who started, the goal here is that everyone that starts with me is going to stay with me. And I think that that attitude and that mentality kept me stuck and kept me from growing and taking the risks and making the changes to my business that would have had a huge impact and a reflection in my life. And I think that I had that wrong, that I can be grateful to the people that have been in my life and grateful to the journey, the part they've played in my journey, but also that the goal is not for us all to stay together, that the goal is that we, we, we all honor our own paths and they cross as long as they're meant to. And when they're not meant to anymore, that we learn to gracefully move on and I think a huge takeaway from that time in my life, and I see it with stylists all the time now, is this inability to move on without finding a villain or having to slam someone or having to criticize how they run their business as opposed to saying, or the friendship or whatever. I know myself, I initially acted a little bit like a victim, like this just, she's, this got sprung on me, like we were happy. And I think that with more distance from it, I see that uh, we, we, we had, we had, it had run its course. And my um, inability to see that, or to understand that, that great things do end and that there's a season and a time for everything, it kind of made it such that I struggled to, to not pass blame or um, be embarrassed that I couldn't keep it together as opposed to seeing that like it had run its course and that that there was no villain, there was no victor, there was no, um, you know, it didn't have the drama that I think so many of us kind of 
because we're we're scared of moving on. We don't know how to move on without blaming someone or um, passing the buck to someone else. You know, I see it all the time. Like I saw someone recently uh, leave a salon and, you know, in their verbiage, you know, slam the place they were at as they left. And I thought, wow, that is in such poor taste. And, you know, we all grow, we all change, we all need different things at different times from our career. And take it from someone who definitely played the victim initially. Um, it didn't serve me. It didn't grow me. And what what did inevitably do that was just the humility that I've chosen to gain from those experiences. And at the end of the day, that doesn't mean the other person necessarily does. It's not really my. It's not really my business. My business is me, and I think instead of just honoring ourselves, sometimes it's easier to be like, "Look over there, that person fucked me," and it's like, okay, that's not that doesn't that doesn't help your situation. That doesn't move the needle forward. So uh, I just think that I wish I would have known that the sooner that I took responsibility for my my part and the sooner that I chose to move forward and put all my energy into me as opposed to other people, um, that that was going to have a payoff that was just kind of never, you know, that never ends. You know, it's like the, the time that I put into myself, the time that I don't spend blaming someone else is the time I get back to put into myself. So I think you know, choosing to find the good in everything. And, you know, even I've chosen recently to to view things as happening for me. And as simple of a shift as like from to me to for me, I'm able to see how, you know, even with getting a puppy recently, it's like, oh my gosh, that puppy was such a gift. In the chaos of the puppy was was this clarity around things that need to change in my life. Like, oh God, like this puppy shined a spotlight on some inequalities in my in in my dynamic, in the way that like my life runs. And to me, that's just the most empowering way to see it. And doesn't make you a sing-songy fake person. And I think that that's something that I think, you know, I wish I would have known too that having a positive attitude, even though there are people that will criticize it, um, that that is an asset. Because if you have a dream, if you have a business, if it's something that you're making that you believe in, that you're creating from your imagination, then you have to be positive about it because you're making it up. And sometimes I still will like, someone will like put my address in and it's like, oh my gosh, like I made a word up, Lin May, and it's an actual place and people go to it and people I don't even know get their hair done there. And it's like, it's pretty fucking cool. And if I didn't have a positive attitude, then I wouldn't have really been able to believe in the possibility of it. And so, you know, I think a huge thing that I've learned throughout all of this is, you know, be careful who you share your dreams with. There are people that are going to champion them and there are people that are going to um, not understand them or not have the ability to follow their own dreams 
or have the creativity or the passion or the gumption or whatever it is to go after their dream and your dream brings something up for them. You wanting your dream maybe shines a spotlight on the fact that they haven't done the same with theirs. And so I am someone who has learned through through the evolution of my career and business who I'm going to share my dreams with and who I'm going to tell them about them as they're happening. It's a very nuanced thing there. So a lot of people will view your dream through a lens of if they think they could do it. And if they think they could do it, then they're going to champion it. Like, yeah, go, you could de- definitely do that. That's possible. Cause it's like, I think I could do it. But if there are people that if they think that what you're trying to do, they couldn't do, then even if they love you, they're going to say like, I don't want that person to get hurt. And I don't think it's possible because I don't think I could do it. And they're going to say like, eh, it's kind of not possible. And you know, every step of my career, I feel like I've had people say like, you don't want to be a hairstylist. Or when I lived in Minneapolis, like you're not moving to Chicago. Like you're not going to work at that salon. You're not going to like, you're not going to open your own place. And like everything that people have told me I couldn't do, I I've done. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, we're all responsible for our own lives. And I'm very glad that I've learned how to to tune out those kinds of people. And I've gotten, I wish someone would have told me too, like, you know, like your circle fucking matters. And just the people that you talk to, and I, I got this advice from a friend of mine, like, don't, don't only talk to people about your business that have a business. Like, don't talk to your family about it. If they don't have businesses, like they're not gonna they're not gonna get it in the sen- in the same way that someone who's been there and done it has. And I think it saves you a lot of because here's the deal: if you're insecure about your dream, which we all are when we're dreaming up dreams we've never done, then we really can't afford to share our dreams with people who are not going to bolster them. And so, I mean, this is how we learn, right? We share them with the wrong people. Like, it's kind of like when you share something, you know, private and it gets shared to someone else. It's like, that's how we learn. And I don't think we should beat the shit out of ourselves because we've shared things with people that didn't honor our, you know, truth and didn't respect it. I think we just learn as we go down these paths, like, okay, lesson learned, you know, that person is not not a tier one friend or, you know, whatever it is. But I think that, you know, like the little things I've learned over the years, like I wish I would have also been told that, hey, I know you want to grow. And I know you think the only way to grow is to have a commission salon. But for you personally, having a commission salon is going to take more of your freedom and freedom is your number one. That's why I'm crawling out of my skin at home with a puppy and a two-year-old. But I love being with my two-year-old. Now I realize what freedom I really had before I had the puppy. So that's another gift, right? Like, you know, that's where like just knowing yourself and trusting yourself and making adjustments as you learn more. And so like, I wish I would have known that there would be so many iterations of my business and that each one, each iteration was going to kind of clue me in more and more and more and more to who I actually am and how 
my business can support and honor me as a person. And I wish I would have known that as I did that, the right people, as we let go of the wrong people or we let go of the people that are no longer for us, that as we continue in our journey, the right people come when we keep tailoring our businesses to honor us and that we don't have to seek out anything. All we have to do is embody it and become it. And what will transpire will be beyond what you even thought you wanted. Um, yeah, and I wish that there was something else I wanted to share, but I can't think of it now. Yeah, I wish I would have known that any that like it's all possible. I wish I would have known like like you will be able to have a family and you will be able to like have a career that still feels very fulfilling and you know that I would be able to do it in the capacity that I'm doing it in and that like just the evolution. I wish I would have been able to see how much my career would morph and mold and become what I needed in each season that I'm in. And I'm just, I'm very grateful to my business. I'm very grateful to the relationships and the connections I have with my clients. And um, yeah, just, I wish I would, the last thing I'll say is the way, I wish I would have known what a beautiful world I would be creating for myself in cultivating the kind of relationships I have, like, you know, like the kind of people I'm around, the kind of clients I'm around, they, they, they become my community. And I'm, I, it's, it's like beyond what I could have ever imagined as far as like the way I spend my days and the kind of people that I spend my days with. I just, I feel very blessed and, is I, I just wish I knew how much of a say I had in my life and what a say I had in how my days felt and the people that I was around and the, you know, like, you know, like when I ran into childcare stuff, I knew one of my clients was like, yeah, I'm looking for a part-time nanny gig. And it's like, boom, I'm calling her. And I just feel like my life has blessed me beyond imagine. Um, beyond what I could imagine. And I think that a huge part of that is because I took a chance on myself. And I think that uh, you get back what you put in. And if you go all in on and how you do relationships and how you do your business and how you want to treat people and the kind of work you want to do, it's pretty amazing to see what you get back. And um, yeah, I think that I I would tell myself like this will be the most fulfilling career that beyond what you would have ever thought uh and you're going to get to share it with other people. So that's just icing on the cake, right? So I hope you have a wave-making day and I will talk to you next week.